I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Let's be real. Our most serious conversations happen when we pee together. Whether it's on the phone with your Biffle or in a group at the nightclub with your fifth cranberry vodka in hand and makeup looking like a melted clown. Join us where we create a safe space for those of us who are always asking the questions we've grown up believing everyone else around us has figured out. Only to realize that none of us truly know what the hell is going on. Come along and laugh at us. We promise we won't take our absurdity personally. I need to pee. Do you need to pee? Will you come with us? Yeah, let's kick this off. I don't know about y'all, but I don't have office happy hours via Zoom. So I have not been drinking that much, contrary to popular belief. I really haven't. And today, I went for a walk because my voice came back home. And we walked past Soho Grand, which is a very fancy hotel. And they have this little bar called Gilligan's that I love going to in the summer. And instead of having an open restaurant, obviously, because we're all under quarantine, we stayed home orders, they had like a little like to-go bar that they were serving like drinks outside. It felt very New Orleans-esque, like Bourbon Street style. So I got a frozen watermelon margarita and just strolled through Soho. Um, point of the story is I'm tipsy from one margarita. <laughs> Truly? What are you in the city? And now I'm topping my shit off with a spark seltzer. Spiked seltzer. Whoops. Spark I don't think I'm an alcoholic, but the truth is, is I just drink for podcast recording. Wrong. (laughs) Wait, is it bad if one of my parents comes in, if I press mute, will it ruin things? Yes. Yes. Text them and say, don't come in. Get out of my room, Bob! They won't. That won't happen. You're uh, recording a very special podcast. Anyways, have you guys been having Zoom happy hours with your companies? Actually, yes. We started... At the beginning of quarantine, and then it just wasn't working. No one really went to them because they were supposed to be, like, a positive way to bond. And, like, no one went, and everyone was silent, and it was really awkward. So we stopped them after two weeks. So Zoom team building is unsuccessful? Very unsuccessful. (laughs) Yeah, I would say the same here. They started doing it, and then I was like, you know what? All I want to do is not stare at my computer screen and these same people's faces that I've been staring at all day. Goodbye. (laughs) How is one meant to act on a Zoom happy hour? Because you can't avoid a conversation. You can't walk away from a coworker. You can't be like, hold on, I'll be right back. I'm just going to get another drink. 
And you definitely can't get Lit Lisa because, like, it's Zoom. So that's just embarrassing for you. So, to get so trashed on a Zoom call. Like, what are you meant to do? My motto for uh, Zoom calls these days is mute always and just smile enough where it doesn't look like you hate your life and maybe a little, like, head nod to, like, acknowledge some things that are being said. And maybe, like, a little emoji reaction that Zoom just released, that new feature. little hand clap, little thumbs up. That's about it. Yeah. That's funny. Hmm? Yeah, Zoom is a weird, it's a weird world that we live in, right? The act of avoidance no longer exists. Personal space doesn't really exist. Even though you have tons of personal space, you're just kind of like, ooh, staring. All the time. Yeah. Zoom is one of those companies that I wish I had stock invested in prior to everything happening. It's fine. True. It's all good. We'll have to talk about a, a finance episode later on down the road where we can talk about all the missed out yeah. stock options we've experienced. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This week on I Need to Pee, I Need to Pee invites you to this Zoom call. Yes, a place where we're going to talk about all of our Zoom experiences and not just our own, but some of our listeners have shared their stories. So we feel these stories are so good that it's time to share them with the rest of the world. We're all feeling the pain of the Zoom call. It's a wonderful thing. It's a blessing. It's a curse. It makes our lives easier. It makes our lives a little more complicated. For those of us who are not technically savvy, it makes us look like an idiot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just look like a right, proper twat. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, a theme, I think, that we all need to let our listeners know. To be on theme for this Zoom call, I just want to let everyone know that we're not wearing pants. And that's okay because that's the new thing. I never wear pants during Zoom calls anymore. Maybe just underpants. Do you really not wear pants? Yeah, no. Wait, well, can I stand up? You guys, Give I'm just trying. Roll, as my boss said to one of us one time. No. I usually just roll in in, like, boxers all the time. They're flexible and comfortable and lightweight. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. So I would say that to really be on theme for this episode, we're all just not wearing pants. Let your imagination go wild with that one. Meow. <laughs> Speaking of not wearing pants. We've heard a few Zoom stories, both from listeners and also from pop culture, because this is clearly a hit close to home concept that many people have not only shown up to Zoom calls without wearing pants, but just not wearing clothing altogether. There was a news anchor somewhere in the U.S. who was on a Zoom call reporting a story or something was happening, and his wife walked out into their bedroom fully naked, just strolled in like tits out just hello I'm here and didn't realize that he was on video what's have you shared anything embarrassing by accident Hayden I feel like uh Casey and I have probably had our embarrassing moments have you um by accident shared your screen and maybe there was anything precarious I mean, I've been caught on my Instagram looking at the U.S. women's soccer team a couple times. It's pretty much like any time anyone else is talking on a meeting, I'm just looking at it. I'm looking at it. Kelly O'Hara, Alex Morgan, <laughs> where you at? I feel like that it's kind of appropriate because not just that, like, we don't wear pants anymore. We also don't wear bras. Oh. So I feel yeah. like going naked is like the next step. Oh, yeah. I have not sent my tits to boob jail in like three months. Boob jail. Holy you know, shit. Do you know the restriction that is required for breastuses of this size? 
<laughs> it's not just like a cute little sports bra or like a Victoria's Secret bralette. It's like a three hooked bra with like underwire and cupping and adjustable straps. Uh-huh. Nice. So now I, I feel like we're really painting the picture here for our listeners. <laughs> three girls on a Zoom call, no pants and no bras, and apparently with huge tits. <laughs> You know what they say, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Meow. Apparently they should expend, extend that. It should be no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no pants. Get the fuck out. Nice. <laughs> We've also heard a story on Zoom. I saw this floating around Instagram maybe a couple weeks ago. I guess there was some girl who was on like a company conference call. And I think the settings of the Zoom call had prompted that everybody was automatically on video. And this girl clearly was not paying attention. Took her computer and laptop with her into the bathroom. Oh no, poor Jennifer. Right? (laughs) Yes. Stayed off of mute, maybe. Definitely had the camera on. And put the camera like facing her toilet. Pulls her pants down, gets on the toilet, and just, like, squats to drop. Okay, that video, if you haven't seen it, people, go on Twitter, type in hashtag poor Jennifer, and it's unreal. There's, like, 10 to 15 of her coworkers on a Zoom call. They're all sitting there. She, like, walks away on mute with her laptop, and I'm not joking you, while the whole thing's happening on the toilet, all of a sudden, just make sure you watch the other coworkers' faces, because everyone's reacting. (laughs) And someone's like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> it's hilarious. Honestly, I feel really bad for her, but, like, now that they're past it, it's pretty funny. Good content. Okay, so I haven't seen this, but I'm trying to understand. Is it the psychology of, hey, I'm on mute, no one can hear me, so no one can see me? Or was that truly just what happened no, there? Did- she had no idea. Like, she truly thought that she was, like, being discreet and must have clicked off her video to go use the restroom, but didn't. It's really unfortunate. I just feel really bad for oh, Jennifer. Man. That's something that would happen to me, for sure. <laughs> and the point of this episode is not to make fun of poor Jennifer. Uh, it's to tell jennifer and all the other jennifers out there in the world that we are like you we've all been there we've all had that moment i mean goddamn, we've been in quarantine for like three plus months now if you haven't had one embarrassing zoom moment then were you ever really in quarantine so going off of that maybe jennifer we could reach out to her as a potential interview candidate to tell us about her experience that would be awesome. We could definitely find her, and that will be our, my mission for the next week. <laughs> Show your support on the Gram and Twitter and Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to get poor Jennifer on our Zoom, let us know. We'll uh, The more support that we get, the more comfortable that she'll be to know that she has a safe space to talk to us about what really happened. Give us the full story and maybe find a new friend because mm-hmm. we would never make fun of poor Jennifer. Mm-hmm. We're here. Yeah. We got you, girl. We got your back. We support you. We totally support. And going off of the no pants, the no bras, I don't know about you guys, but no makeup has been great. I Agreed. have been no makeup. Honestly, my coworkers at this point probably are like the transformation that I used to see Catherine. Fuck. My coworkers at first probably didn't recognize me because they were like, wait, Casey used to look pretty put together. And now all of a sudden, like the progression of Zoom, she's slowly transforming into this swamp demon from hell. (laughs) Oh my God. The progression of Zoom. If that isn't the key word of this whole experience, it has been, what were you at the very beginning and who are you today? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, 
I used to brush my hair. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that anymore either. Yeah, it's not. And I used to shower probably every day. Now I stretch yeah, out a little bit. So for anyone else out there for uh, bosses commenting on your appearance, I feel you. It does not feel great. And you're still beautiful with or without makeup. Do you, boo? Oh, my God. No. Like, the worst thing that's ever happened to me, it's not even that bad. The one day I decided to wear my hair down in the first time in two months, everyone asked me if I cut my hair. I was like, no. <laughs> I just decided to wear it down today. This is what I look like when I'm not looking bald. <laughs> <laughs> the most, I guess, noticeable interaction, the most of a call-out moment that I've had so far is one of our clients, we don't all work together, one of my clients asked me where I was because every time I'd get on a Zoom call, I hadn't quite found, like, my comfortable spot yet. I don't really have, like, a desk environment, and I was moving some stuff around my apartment. So I would sit in this corner of the room or in that corner of the room or by this window or by that window. I live in a 650-square-foot apartment. There are not that many corners (laughs) and windows, just to clarify. But she asked me at one point, she goes, where are you? Because every time you're on video, you're in like a new corner or there's like a new background or there's like new lighting. And I just feel like you're always moving around. Like, where did you go? Actually, this is interesting because this reminds me, Zoom has really shed light on which one of your coworkers are the most loaded. Oh, 100%. Yes. Oh my God. Some of these homes I have seen, I like side slack someone, you're like, are you at Lisa's house right now? Where the fuck does she live? And like, why is she working here? <laughs> so funny that you say that, Casey, because I don't know if you guys have seen, but Zoom has collaborated with some companies to create like virtual backgrounds. Oh, yeah. And you can also just upload your own virtual background. But there was a whole kick for a little while where people were uploading all of these West Elm backgrounds. So their apartments would look like mm-hmm. really beautiful mm-hmm. and curated. But I have a friend who joins happy hour every Thursday night with his company. And his company is quite small in the U.S. They're a European-based company. So here in the U.S., there's only about seven people. And they have a chief legal officer that is based in the U.S. And she joins. And every week, she joins with the background of, like, the Oval Office. and she goes almost every time hey guys look i'm in the white house how do you like my office oh my god oh i'm so creative (laughs) i just think it's the funniest thing i've ever heard because every week she's like hey guys have you seen my office have you oh my god i'm in the white house did you see it that's awesome i need to get more creative with my virtual backgrounds i think i've seen some pretty good ones out there and yeah i think we can definitely step it up yeah i've seen a pretty great one i i saw someone who i don't even know how he did this i want to reach out to him because it's genius he's sitting there in his meeting and he's talking and all of a sudden there is an image of himself bringing him tea have you seen this it's so funny and it's like literally like everyone is like wait what is going on and it's literally like oh I have a twin brother or it's himself like it's great I need to figure out how to do that another feature that I think we need to talk about zoom has is uh screen sharing and oh god I've heard pretty unfortunate stories about when people decide to share their screens Does anyone have any before I decide to share my stories? This didn't personally happen to me, but I heard about this story. Holy shit. They were on a Zoom call presenting to, like, pretty high up people, right? And when you share your screen, you can, like, select one screen out of the multiple thousand screens you have. So that's what they were doing, presenting their project, whatever. And then all of a sudden, it was time for, like, roundtable questions. So they start getting questions, and one guy, apparently, who's, like, not one of the favorite leaders, is asking a question. And the poor person thought 
that her Slack wasn't part of the screen that was being shared and directly messages one of her coworkers shit talking that person oh, while they're no. asking the question saying oh my god I can't believe he's asking another question and all of these leaders are watching this slack conversation and it's not even just like the current slack conversation about her shit talking the person who's talking it's also the thread of all the previous shit talking they've done and then they had to go on throughout the meeting as if nothing happened and tried to like fuck it up. I don't know what happened to this day, but that's a story I recently heard about screen sharing. Pretty hilarious. Oh my god. There's got to be someone out there who accidentally screen shared porn. I mean, that's got to have happened, right? Mm-hmm. Anyone know about that? Yeah. Let me jump in. This is Dom, the producer, <laughs> back at it again. A couple of crazy stories. My fiance. I'm not going to say her name, but y'all going to probably look that shit up. <laughs> She's a porn star? Uh, <laughs> apparently a person was doing a presentation that did really well with their executives. And then they basically were going to use that same Zoom link to discuss with the C, like with the executives about the next steps. And the guy forgot to Zoom, like the guy who was presenting to the execs forgot to leave the Zoom call. And so once... He, they thought he left. They're like, oh, is he gone? Okay. Yeah, we're definitely letting him go tomorrow. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, juicy. It's so sad. I love the unanimous dramatic guess. <laughs> Imagine being on a call. You presented really well. You're freaking out about COVID only to stay on or accidentally stay on it. Here, your executives go, yeah, we're definitely letting that dude go. <laughs> That um, going off of that, it's kind of similar. It's like, you know, related to job hunting. I know another person who was on a Zoom call. The girl decided to share her screen, and one of the tabs was job hunting website. <laughs> Ooh. Literally looking for other jobs. <laughs> girl. Bless. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. But if you have Zoom stories, send them to us. We'd love to do a part two especially if we're still in quarantine for a while. So tell us your craziest story, the most embarrassing moment you had on Zoom, or just something really funny that you saw on the news or from a friend, and we'll talk about it on our next episode. Yeah, the shout-out to the vet. And I don't know how many of you guys out there live with roommates or significant others, but this whole notion about – I'm not going to be able to tell the story very well, but it's kind of like you never realized you were dating – yeah, no problem. I'll get that right over to you, ma'am. Person. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Or there's the person who is constantly addressing everyone else and just being really like a brown noser a little bit where they're leaning Uh. into the camera every time and they say things like, oh, yes, and just to circle back, I just want to really quickly acknowledge how much I appreciate what Karen has been doing. And also, like, while we're all in quarantine, I just want to address that it's really important that we all be finding new opportunities and new projects for us to be pursuing at this time. I personally have been doing a blah, 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 and then they go on for, like, ten more minutes talking about how hard they are and how hard they're working. Oh my and god, just the best line. Just sit there with your fake smile on your face and be like, shut up, Lisa. I want to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I have a Lisa. And Lisa is like, hey, uh, hey guys, um, 
I put together this uh, presentation deck for all of us to review. I would be really great if you could all go in and re review that. Thank you. And right now during this time, I think it's really important that we all just stay really positive. You know, we over communicate with everybody and just like positivity is key. And we're really going to be able to learn so much about our customers during this time. And I really think we can turn this around and just like make the most of this situation. Am I right? Shut the fuck up, Lisa. Shut the fuck up, Lisa. I feel like we should also apologize to all the Lisas in the world. I don't know what it is about that name that we have just decided to coin. It's because you know they are getting lit after. <laughs> I they turn love, into lit Lisa. I do love at the very beginning of quarantine, did anybody else see that meme that was my significant other and I don't have anyone else that lives in the apartment, so we've just invented an, a fake Karen and we're blaming everything on fake Karen. <laughs> Like, God damn it, Karen left his toilet seat up in the bathroom again. Uh -huh. That's actually genius. Yeah, it's like pretty good. I think the living with other people is great and all until you have to coordinate your meetings around their meetings. And when you forget that someone's on a Zoom, this happens a lot with my sister and I. We blurt out random songs just randomly or, like, when we get off a Zoom call, it's like we think that everyone else in the household is not in a meeting so we like barge open our doors and like scream like like and then there's my significant other being like yo bitch i'm on a zoom call with the ceo and you just screamed some ratchet shit <laughs> and there's like times when you walk into their uh, video call by accident and you're in the background and you don't realize it i think this actually happened with dom back in the beginning days of quarantine where my sister and I decided it was appropriate to show Dom some dance moves while he was on a Zoom call. While I was actually finding out that we were getting laid off. So, fucking laid off. Fucking laid off. Fucking laid off. Oh, my God. This sounds like the beginning of, like, a, a rap song. Who was that rapper of the day that would get really jugular like that? The Juggalos? No. Lil <laughs> Wayne? <laughs> Tech Nine. Yeah. Oh. Swollen members. <laughs> Dom sounded like the beginning of like a Tech Nine rap song. <laughs> you Lisa. Shout out to Swollen Members when they decided to come to Sun Valley, Idaho and fulfill all of my preteen dreams of going to a rap concert and I got on stage with them. It was so cool. I think we need to talk about some of the positive things we've experienced from working from home and like Zoom. And for me, I don't know. I think one thing I've really noticed is no commuting, meaning I have more time to watch trash TV, which is awesome. Bravo all day, every day. It's great. And I'm going to like really, I think that's something that people are truly forgetting. Honestly, having my own office. Like, my room is my own space now, which is so nice because I work, I don't know if other people out there, I work in an office setting where there's not even cubicles. We are just in a giant bullpen, and you can hear everything that's going on from every single person, and we're constantly all on the phone. We're all yelling all over each other. People are getting in fights. People are, I don't even know. It's madness. So being able to have my own space and just the peace and tranquility of my own little room has been. I mean, I work in an open floor plan office. I feel like that's very millennial, but it sounds like you straight up worked in like the Wolf of Wall well, Street. It's because it's, it's a sales environment. So we're constantly competing. We're on the phone. 
I should also just address real quick, this is why we've chosen to use different names as an alias, because <laughs> we're shitting on our companies and our office jobs and our office environments. And it's nothing personal. It's just the nature of any job that you have. Tell me one time you've ever worked in a company that you didn't decide that it just felt cathartic to shit on it a little bit every once in a while. But for the safety of our jobs, our careers, and our reputations, that's why you'll know us endearingly so as Alexis, Casey, and Hayden. Anyway, back to the episode. <laughs> Zoom. Any other uh, work from home Zoom stories? I don't know, guys. I tried to do like a Zoom workout and it was just weird because it was like a yoga studio and they were on mute and I was just watching this dude do these yoga poses and it was silent. But then I saw all these other people also doing their yoga poses. It was weird. I didn't like it. What about taking a Zoom call from your bed? I want to, like, check the waters on this one. I have a story from a friend of mine who works as a school guidance counselor. So she works at a high school. And one of her coworkers took a school-wide Zoom call, not with students, just with faculty and staff. But the principal was on the line with them. And this person was clearly, like, in bed, tucked under the covers. Like, you could see the headboards. You could see the blankets and the pillows. And, like, on the phone with the principal and the superintendent and the rest of the faculty via Zoom on camera. Wow, that girl's got some big balls. It's a dude. Oh, like that's, I guess that's it, probably. not everyone has like a desk or an office, but like, what do you think? Weird, right? To take a Zoom video call from your bed. I've only done it once, and that's because it was co- coworkers that I was very comfortable with, and I was like, I don't give a shit, and I was in there, and it was like, I think it's fine if you're postured up a little bit with the pillow propping you up. You know, that's like the happy medium. Yeah. So I would agree. Is- I feel like even though like we have a smaller team that does calls every day, and one of our one of my coworkers, she works from her bed all day every day, <laughs> and so she's always on the Zoom calls in her bed, and we all accept it. Like none of us are mad about it. We all like you do you. It's good. So I think in, like, a smaller uh, setting, it's okay. But when you're, like, in, like, a larger office where you're on calls with CEOs and other people that are higher ups, maybe not. So I would say that's a positive from working from home. I don't know about you guys, but you get to transition from your desk to your bed, a.k.a. my posture has improved significantly. Like, my not my posture, but, like, more so my back pain. Because if I'm feeling like I need to go just rest, I just take my laptop straight to my bed, and it's all good. It's still working. Just like my back's good. I mean, the realities are the biggest commute that we have these days is from your couch to your fridge. So (laughs) I make that commute about 100 times a day. So, yeah, it's a pretty good one. I've just started to bring the crunchy snacks with me. I just grab the bags of snacks from the pantry cupboard and carry them in like one big armful of uh, bags and I just bring them, drop them on my couch or on my bed and don't leave for the rest of the day except for bio breaks. Hmm, interesting. Tell me more about that. Tell you more about my bio breaks? (laughs) Would you like to learn about my bowel movements? I'm, I'm good actually. Great. I'm all for it. I don't think anyone else is really that interested either. So, but we are. But maybe one day I will tell you about the time where I never mind. So I think actually you're talking about your snacks, right? This is a good time. I think we're coming to an end on our episode, but it's probably a good time to talk about our next episode where we're going to be talking about the different categories of food, right? So the snacks that you're talking about, maybe like one of our categories of food can be like, what's your snack purchases during quarantine quarantine that like keeps you going? True. 
and maybe different circumstances in which if you had to choose one thing in a variety of different circumstances, what would that one thing be? Mm -hmm. I think it tells a lot about a person what kind of snack you would eat on like a deserted island. Or Mm -hmm. if you couldn't get Instacart for five days, what would be the things you put in that cart Mm -hmm. that if you knew 80% of that shit won't be in the grocery store? What's the thing that would crush you when it didn't arrive? Yeah, no, I think this is, like, really good. It's going to be a really great episode, and it kind of just, like, brings me back to when quarantine started happening and everyone thought that the world was ending, including myself. Now I have a Costco-sized pack of canned meat. It's, like, corned beef or some shit because I was in that state of hysteria where I thought I was never going to get food in general again. So now I have a huge stash of canned meat. That's disgusting. Casey is also not mentioning that she has a 40-pound bag of flour. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. It was 25 pounds, and now there's approximately three pounds left. I have done some serious damage and have made a lot of bread. If you didn't know any better, you'd think it was a commercial kitchen in her apartment. It's amazing. Like, my significant other truly is like, wait, holy shit, where'd the flour go? And I was like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. I would say one of my highlights of Zoom has been getting to see the faces of the people I love every day. I We record all of our podcasts on video because it's fun to see one another. I think it's a little more entertaining for us personally. We also can cue each other so we know when the other one's about to speak because we have a habit to interject (laughs) when we get excited. But I also work with my mom, as some of you might know given our last episode, and I have a daily check-in with her at 10 a.m. every single day, and it usually ends at 12.30, because we'll be on Zoom video, and we'll just keep talking for hours, and then, like, at the last 20 minutes, we're like, we should probably talk about work, but there's just something so nice about getting to, like, see her on video every day. It just feels like we're closer, and so I feel like without that kind of modern technology, it would be a much sadder time because it's the closest to human interaction that we really get to experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to end our episode, I'd like to give a shout out to Zoom House Party. Not sponsored by Zoom, but we wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> not sponsored by House Party. We also wouldn't be mad about it. And not sponsored by FaceTime. I don't even know if that's a company. It's just iPhone. You mean Apple? Apple. Hey. Awesome. Being able to be high while on Zoom and no one really knowing. Yes. I honestly think it's a seeing you guys and your beautiful faces. Oh, love you. Awesome. That is probably the best way to end this episode. Just on that note. Like this week, just like every other week, shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team. And that's the wrap, guys. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. 
two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 